Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm China. Today is the 16th day of December. Welcome. So glad to be back here with you today. I hope that you've had a great week as we head into the weekend. It has been such a sweet, slow week. I've seen the peaks of the sun. It wants to come out and then it goes back in. Um, I miss the sun. <laughs> I miss the sun. Oh man, I've um, I've I have this like red light that it doesn't like. It's just the infrared light that this you know the sun has infrared light, and so uh, it's just kind of like a way to. It's not tricking your body, but it it gives you. There's benefits of it, um, but I've been pulling that out a lot more recently in the winter just to uh, increase my my vitamin D levels and just to. Put warmth on my skin, and uh, and then anytime the sun peeks out, I'm like running outside and going and trying to get some sun exposure. But man, it has been very um, overcast, dreary. No signs of the sun. I'm like, listen, I miss the sun. We need him. We need him to come back. Okay. I'm. I would love some snow. Maybe. Maybe in like another month or so. Here in Nashville. We don't really get snow until January or February. Now there is some rumors that we may get snow Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, but you cannot hold your breath or count count on that or take stock in that because you'll just get real disappointed. So, don't know where you are in the world, but are you are you a white Christmas or are you? Mm, nope, I prefer sunny and. Uh, by the beach or by the water, you know, sunny and outside in, in my short sleeves. Either one is a very merry Christmas, and truly would be happy with either one of them. Or maybe you get like a sixty degree day and it's partly cloudy. I think that's great too. Whatever your heart desires, and also whatever your heart is longing for. Maybe just close your eyes and picture it. It's not Christmas morning yet, but um, soon enough, nine days. But just picture your ideal weather. In your head, and um, let's read the word of the Lord together in your ideal weather situation. <laughs> Today we are in the book of Ephesians, with chapters one through six, continuing on with the English Standard Version for this week. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, to the saints who are in Ephesus and are faithful in Christ Jesus. Grace to you and peace from God, our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as He chose us in Him before the foundations of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before Him. In love, He predestined us for adoption to Himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of His will. To the praise of His glorious grace, with which He has blessed us in the Beloved. In Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of His grace, which He lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of His will, according to His purpose, which He set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time, to unite all things in Him. Things in heaven and things on earth. In him we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him, who works all things according to the counsel of his will, 
that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be to praise of his glory. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it, through the praise of his glory. For this reason, because I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints, I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation and the knowledge of him, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his great might, that he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and above every name that is named, not only in his age, but also in the one to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all and all. And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved, and raised us up with him, and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved, through faith. And this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Therefore remember that at one time you Gentiles in the flesh, called the uncircumcision, by what is called the circumcision, which is made in the flesh by hands. Remember that you were at that time separated from Christ, alienated from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace who has made us both one and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility by abolishing the law of commandments expressed in ordinances that he might create in himself one new man in place of the two, so making peace, and might reconcile us both to God in one body through the cross, thereby killing the hostility. And he came and preached peace to you who are far off and peace to those who are near, for through him we both have access in one spirit to the Father. So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, 
but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the cornerstone, in whom the whole structure, being joined together, grows in a holy temple in the Lord. In him you are also being built together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. For this reason I, Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus, on behalf of you Gentiles, assuming that you have heard of the stewardship of God's grace that was given to me for you, how the mystery was made known to me by revelation, as I have written briefly. When you read this, you can perceive my insight into the mystery of Christ, which was not made known to the sons of men in other generations, as it has now been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. This mystery is that the Gentiles are follow heirs, members of the same body, and partakers of the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. Of this gospel I was made a minister according to the gift of God's grace, which was given to me by the working of his power. To me, though I am the very least of all the saints, this grace was given, to preach the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ, and to bring to light for everyone what is the plan of the mystery hidden for ages in God, who created all things, so that through the church the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. This was according to the eternal purpose that he has realized in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access, confidence, through faith, through our faith in him. So I ask you not to lose your heart over what I am suffering for you, which is your glory. For this reason I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory, may he grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know that the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. I, therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called with all humility and gentleness, patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the, uni the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called, to the one hope that belongs to your call, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. But grace was given to each one of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore it says, When he ascended on high, he led a host of captives, and he gave gifts to men. In saying he ascended, what does it mean but that he had also descended into the lower regions of the earth? He who descended is the one who is also ascended far above the heavens, that he might fill all things. 
and he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ, until we all attain to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, so that we may no longer be children, tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitful schemes. Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ, from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped. When each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Now this I say and testify in the Lord, that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do, in the futility in their minds. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, due to the hardness of heart. They have become callous and have given themselves up to sensuality, greedy to practice every kind of impurity. But that is not the way you learned Christ. Assuming that you have heard about him and that you were taught in him, as the truth is in Jesus, to put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and to put on new self, created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, having put away falsehood, let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger, and give no opportunity to the devil. Let the thief no longer steal, but rather let him labor, doing honest work with his own hands, so that he may have something to share with anyone in need. Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as a, is good for building up, as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God and Christ forgave you. Therefore, be imitators of God, as beloved children, and walk in love, as Christ loved us and gave up himself for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. But sexual immorality and all impurity or covetousness must not even be named among you, as it is proper among saints. Let there be no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude joking, which are out of place, but instead let there be thanksgiving. For you may be sure of this, that everyone who is sexually immoral or impure, or who is covetous, that is, an idolater, has no inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Let no one deceive you with empty words. For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not become partners with them, for at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the world. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true. And try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. 
for it is shameful even to speak of the things that they do in secret. But when anything is exposed by the light, it becomes visible. For anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore it says, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. Therefore do not be foolish, but understand that the will of the Lord is, but understand what the will of the Lord is, and do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melodies to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. Wives, submit to your own husbands, as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its Savior. Now as the church submits to Christ, and so wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Husbands, love your wives, as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or such anything, that she might be holy without blemish. In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself, for no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ does the church, because we are members of his body. Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This mystery is profound, and I am saying that it refers to Christ and the church. However, let each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise, that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Bond servants, obey your earthly masters with fear and trembling, with a sincere heart as you would Christ not by the way of eye service as people pleasers, but as bond servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart, rendering service with a good will as to the Lord and not to man, knowing that whatever good anyone does, this he will receive back from the Lord, whether is he is a bond servant or is free. Masters do the same to them and stop your threatening, knowing that he who is both their master and yours in, is in heaven, that there is no partiality with him. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand firm. Stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, 
and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit, with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints, and also for me, that words may be given to me, opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak, so that you also may know how I am and what I am doing. Titius, the beloved brother and faithful minister, and the Lord will tell you everything. I have sent him to you for this very purpose, that you may know how we are, and that he may encourage your hearts. Peace be to the brothers, and love with faith, from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be with all who love our Lord Jesus Christ, with love incorruptible. Something that really captivated my attention is the very beginning of chapter 5, where he's saying, Therefore be imitators of God as beloved children, and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Kind of goes with what we were talking about yesterday, where it's just this really beautiful calling us higher to a higher standard, because like be an imitator of God. Wow, that really should cause us to stop in our tracks and to really think like, okay, what are some attributes of God to imitate? You know, if I'm going to imitate someone, you got to be like, it's the copycat game, right? You are doing everything that they're doing. You're saying everything they're saying. And in order to play that game, you have to know what they're doing and what they're saying. Like you have to be right there listening and paying attention. And so I think that that's such a beautiful challenge, really, to imitate God, to do as He is doing, to say as He's saying, to be as He's being. And again, it causes us to reflect and to just kind of evaluate our own lives and to recognize, okay, these are the areas that I need to shift. and. Again, like what we were talking about yesterday, the beautiful part is, is we're not expected to do it on our own. The Lord comes beside us and with us and encourages us and says, I've been waiting for you to ask me, of course, I would love to do this together. You're not supposed to do this on your own. You can't. We are in need of a savior. And so Father, again, I thank you that you are showing us that in in our weakness, you are strong. And so I pray that we would learn to imitate you and to seek you and to be rooted in you, just as Paul was writing. It would be grounded in your love and in your grace and that we would freely receive and freely give, freely extend. I just thank you for how good and true your word always seems to be, how right on time things are being spoken and read over us. And I just thank you for your goodness and your mercy that follows us all of our days and it's in your name we pray amen
if you have prayer requests and things that we as a community can come alongside of you and can encourage you, you can call in at 800-583-2164. And these are recorded, sent in, and played at the end of every day's podcast. That is all for today. I'm China. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. This is Candy or Unraveled by God's Grace. Today is December the 12th, and I just heard Amanda in Nebraska uh, making a comment about Jill's um, commentary on judging from December the 7th. Don't feel um, so bad because we've all done it. And I mean, I've been there. And so what I have learned throughout these years is that God wants us to look at people through His eyes and He's the only one who can judge, not us. So I've learned to see them the way God sees them. And I look past all their sins, even though I don't agree with their lifestyle or the things that they, you know, anything that they do or say, I look at their heart and know that God desires them because He loves them. And so just look at them that way in with love and just know that God is working in them. It's just pray for them. So sister, know that you are loved and that God knows your heart and that He knows that you are zealous for Him. So just forgive yourself for that and just keep on growing. We love you. And I just pray for everyone that says prayers as they're praying. I pray with those and those who are asking for prayers. I'm praying with you, even though I don't post them mostly, most of the time. But just know that your love, God bless and peace be within you all. Hello, DABC family. This is Diana from Florida, and I want to lift up Jeanette from Tulsa. Uh, but, but before I do, Jeanette, I just have to encourage you and say, praise God for your vulnerability in your recording. My goodness, it is so refreshing to see your honesty pour through as far as your struggles with establishing a quiet time and feeling like the Lord, the Lord is near and feeling like you have a connection with God. And I think a lot of people struggle with this. It's a, it's a common thing where they may be going through the motions um, or they uh, don't understand the scriptures fully. So it makes it very difficult for them to connect. But I just want to encourage you that God is indeed at your side. He says, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. And I encourage you to just continue in the process. Just continue in the process and things will begin to click for you. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray for Jeanette. I pray that you would honor her desire, oh Father God, to draw closer to you and to know you more, to experience the power of the Holy Spirit working in and through her life. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you would begin to unveil the words of Scripture to her, Lord God, that as she studies out your word, that you would begin to reveal 
reveal to her what exactly it is you want to speak to her about in this season of her life. I pray that as she is consistent in prayer and her quiet time and in reading the word, that you, O oh Lord God, would fall fresh upon her. In Jesus' name we pray and we love you. Amen. Hi, this is Chastity from Kansas. I wanted to call for prayer. Um, it's been a very long couple of weeks. Um, our family has just been going through viruses um, pretty much since Thanksgiving. Our son woke up getting sick everywhere on Thanksgiving and has pretty much been off and on um, with that since. We do have um, some tests pending to see if there's something more going on with him. My husband and I have been kind of better for the most part. Um, my husband has had like sinus issues, which is something he has every year. But then um, this past Sunday, he was very sick, um, vomiting all day long. Um, so that made, has made it very hard for me to take care of the both of them and also working. Um, I had to even leave work yesterday because I was not feeling well. Um, our finances are a little bit rough right now because of just having to miss work for all of us being sick for three weeks. So please pray for us, y'all. It's it's struggle and it's so hard. Um, and also the woman who had called, I'm so sorry, I don't remember your name and you even said where you were from. Um, but you had mentioned how you aren't making quiet time for the Lord and you were confessing that. Um, that just resonated with me so much because that's something I honestly have struggled with the past week or so um, and also before, but it's something that's really been like on my mind constantly. You know, why am I not giving the Lord time? I know I should. I know how much He loves me, but it's been a very big struggle for me to make that quiet time. Um, so I pray for you. Um, I love you all. I pray that I pray that you're all having a blessed week and I ask that you would please pray for me in that as well. Thank you all so much. God bless all of you.